What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fast and Flow podcast. I am Fast and Flow, otherwise known as Katherine Kelly, your running bestie. On this podcast, we talk about all things running, fitness, wellness, and personal growth, and really just all around creating realistic habits that will help you create your dream life. And I'm along here with you guys doing it side by side. I don't have all the answers, but we're going on this journey together and it's going to be a fun one. And this is going to be a fun episode because I'm talking all about how to create a running routine that works for you. But before we jump into the episode, I wanted to do just a couple life updates. I was actually at Cornell this past weekend. It was lacrosse alumni weekend actually lived with all the lacrosse girls while I was at school. So that was super fun. Got to see both the girls and guys play. And it was just nice to see people from school that I haven't seen in a while. It's so funny. Like we have definitely all calmed down so much from four years ago when we graduated. I can't believe it was already that long ago, but I could just tell all of us kind of we were at dinner and it was like 10 p.m. and we were like, is the vibe to go out or like, I'll go if you guys want to go. And then everyone was like, uh, and we all just wanted to go home and it was so funny. And I was so happy that all the other girls were on the same page, but I just thought it was hilarious compared to where we were four years prior, just like absolute mayhem. But you know, we've all grown up a little bit. The other life update is I signed up for the Chicago half marathon on May 21st, Sunday, May 21st. So I actually just ran the New York City half marathon a week ago. I took a week off of speed work, was just doing easy runs and some Peloton biking. And now I'm back into my next half marathon training cycle. So this is going to be an eight week training cycle. And I'm really trying to push the pace on this one. So I'm a little nervous. I don't know if I want to say my goal time just like on the internet, but I am really trying to push the pace on this. So I just had my easy run today, but we're jumping into speed work tomorrow and it's going to be good. I'm really excited to see what I can do and just set myself up well for going into this summer when I start ramping up for New York City Marathon training. Oh, I'm so excited. Also, last thing I wanted to say is I will aim to have these podcasts up on Monday morning. I wanted to have that happen today, but it just didn't. It's currently 11 p.m. on Monday night. I had a very busy day. I was obviously away all weekend, got home late last night. I'm currently drinking my classic after dinner concoction, which is warm water with uh, minced ginger. You can get it at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. And a little bit of lemon, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and then a lot of honey because I need it to be sweet. (laughs) But it's just like so calming and soothing to the soul. I can't explain it. I literally just love it so much. All right, let's do it. Let's dive into it. Running routine. How to find a running routine that works for you. How many miles should you be running in a week? Should you be running in the morning versus the night? Like, I don't know. All of these things. Let's let's figure it out. When I first started running, I had a very unsustainable running routine. I touched on this in my last episode, but I really ran to burn calories and burn off what I ate the night before or that day, which is just so freaking toxic. Like it's just I can't even think about it because it makes me sick to my stomach. But that's what I was doing. And that is so unsustainable. Also, not to mention, it literally gives you the worst relationship with running. Unfortunately, just like myself, I do know a lot of people that got into running for the wrong reasons, but 
it has taught them so much and they've pushed through and learned so much about themselves, about how to take care of their bodies and their minds. And they've actually turned it into their greatest passion. I would consider myself in that bucket. And I know a lot of other people are in that bucket. So just because something is negative at one point in time, it might just be teaching you something. Anyway, I started to get into running my freshman year of college, as I've said in the previous episode. And at that point, it started to become a routine, which is a good thing. But then I felt like I had to do it. Like it was something that I should do. And if I didn't do it, I felt guilty, which obviously that is literally the opposite of sustainable. I would still run every single day, four to five miles a day, even if I was sick, even if my body was so run down, even if mentally I was just like falling apart and couldn't handle it. I would still beat myself up about it and force myself to show up to the gym every day. And it kind of sucked all of the fun out of it. Like I didn't enjoy it anymore. I kind of would push it off as late as possible in the day. And then I'd be like, oh shit. Okay. Like, I guess I have to go get it done. I literally would feel so guilty if I didn't run. And there's just no reason for that. But unfortunately, I know that feeling all too well. And I know it is a common feeling. So if you feel guilty for not running. I feel you. I can remember I used to be afraid to go on vacation because I wouldn't know if there was going to be a running path where we were going or if there was going to be an accessible gym. And I literally would stress out so much if we were traveling one day and we just had to wake up super early and we were traveling all day and I never got the chance to work out. I would feel bad about myself all day. That That's just not sustainable. That is being tied down to your running routine in a toxic way like I just yes I can see the argument for having it be habitual and you doing it every day but at the same time if you can't ever leave room for life to happen then I just don't think that's a sustainable routine over the years I've definitely transitioned into a more sustainable routine and I'm going to go through what my weekly running split looks like now but I want to preface this with it really depends what you want out of running like you have to be very clear on your why so if your why is just to take a break from work and calm down your mind get outside and just kind of vibe out a little bit your running routine might look very different than someone like me, for example, who is continuously training for races. However, I still go through phases of my life where I'm like, you know what, I just don't want to race anymore. I don't have it in me. I don't have the capacity. I might just be super busy at work or I might just mentally not be in a place where I really want to be racing. So your running routine will ebb and flow depending on what stage of life you're in and depending on what you want out of running. No routine is better than the other. The first thing I want to touch on is I think there's a misconception that you have to run in the morning or running in the morning is better, or at least all the elite runners run in the morning. For some reason, I've at least always had this conception. For so long, I held myself back from even looking for running clubs because I just made the assumption that all running clubs meet at 6.30 a.m., which is just severely not the case. Like, especially if you're in New York like I am, which I feel so blessed and grateful that there are just so many running clubs around New York, there are probably 25 clubs that meet at 7 p.m. every night. So once I joined my club, 
which meets at 7 p.m. every night, and I saw all these other people that were running at night, it gave me permission to be a nighttime runner. That's just when my body feels the most awake. That's when I'm definitely able to hit my hardest efforts and hit my speed work. So it just benefits me to do it then. Plus, I get a break from work because I typically work during the day and then also work at night. So it's kind of a nice little pocket in between. However, there definitely are days where I know I'm going to be busy at night. Maybe have a dinner or I'm going out to drinks or a volunteer event. So I'll have to push my run to the morning and that's totally fine. Like your runs don't have to be at the same exact time every day. Honestly, I just live by the value system. Whenever you can fit it in, it works. Getting your run done is always going to be better than not getting your run done in my opinion. Also, getting some of your run done is better than just not doing it at all. That's another trap I used to fall into. I used to think if I don't do something 100%, then I'm just not going to do it at all. Like In general, I have a very all-or-nothing mentality, which I do, again, see in a lot of runners because I think we're very type A. So if we don't hit our workouts exactly on the mark, we kind of feel like we failed, which is just not the case. Like If you only have time to do five miles and you were planning on doing an eight mile run just do the five miles like we're all not professional runners I'm assuming if you're listening to this you're not a professional runner but if you are obviously that's very very different but I think the bulk of us just want to fit running into our lifestyle in a sustainable way that supports um you know our passion but that also allows us to have energy for our work and our relationships and our friends and our side hustles and everything else, right? Like running isn't the only thing that matters. I think that's a very important mindset to keep in mind when you're thinking about how to structure your runs for the week. What is most important to you this week? For example, for the past two months, yes, I was training for a half marathon, but I didn't put it at the forefront of what was important to me. What was more important to me was excelling at my job and getting promoted and getting my new puppy and taking care of her and bonding with her. Running was the third thing on the list, maybe even lower. So while I was still completing most of my workouts for the week, I was prioritizing other things over that. So for example, even if a dinner came up with one of my friends, I would probably likely just skip the run and go to the dinner. Which again, there is no right or wrong answer. It just depends what your priority is at that time. And your priorities are free to shift and change when your life inevitably shifts and changes. I like to think of running in terms of seasons. So when you're in the season of life where you're hardcore training for a race, like I am now, I've made the determination that the Chicago Half Marathon, I want to go all in for that. Running is getting bumped up to my number one thing right now. So I'm going to work my schedule, mostly within reason, around running. That's not sustainable forever, but that's sustainable for the next eight weeks, I feel like, for me. It's nice when you can think about running in terms of seasons because then you can create a routine that will work for the short term, especially if you're training for a race. But know that that does not have to be your 12 months of the year, right? Then you go into the off season and you can cross train and you can just kind of run as you may, whatever you want to do. You don't have to do speed work or you can, but you're just kind of chilling, right? Just like life has seasons and the earth has seasons, running has seasons. All right, so let's get into my current running split right now, training for a half marathon. 
but just like caveat, this is a very similar split to when I'm training for any race. It's just the weekly training split that my run club follows and it works really well with my routine and my job and my life. So I'm sticking to it for now. I've been doing it for about six months. Basically, Mondays and Wednesdays are easy run days. Tuesdays and Thursdays are speed work days and Saturday is long run. On Fridays and Sundays, I can choose to either cross train or just take a complete rest day. Now, even though that is the training schedule, I still have to be flexible with myself because again, I'm not a professional runner. I'm just doing this for fun and I do still want to enjoy my life. So an example of that is if I cannot get a long run done on a Saturday, I'll push it to Sunday. That is totally fine with me. Like I'm not hung up on hitting that exact split every week. And yes, well, I would love to get the two speed work sessions done in a week. If my body's just not having it or if it's not possible, I'll do one and then just pick up where I left off. Like, I am not somebody who makes up workouts if I miss them. So, for example, if I miss a Thursday night speed workout, I'm not going to make it up on Friday. I'm just going to move on and just continue along the training plan as it is. Again, this is coming back to what type of running routine is sustainable for your life so if you constantly are feeling stressed out like oh my god I'm really overwhelmed by this running routine I'm always feeling run down super fatigued super tired I'm getting sick I don't want to run I'm starting to have a negative association with it that's probably a good time to kind of take a step back take a look and see if maybe you're kind of running out of alignment with what works best for your body Another thing to touch on is I think people get really hung up on weekly mileage. I especially can witness this for people like me who are training for half marathons and marathons. I think weekly mileage is something that's really stressed a lot. And, you know, you hear about these elite runners that run 80 to 100 miles a week. And I think you kind of start thinking, okay, well, that's what I have to do to race. And I'm not making an argument against that necessarily. Like, I don't know enough about the science, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there is no correlation between running more miles in a week and training at an elite level for marathon runners. Like, I'm sure there probably is a correlation, which is why all of the elite marathon runners do run 80 to 100 miles a week. But again, I'm not an elite runner. I think most people that I'm talking to are not elite runners. So, We have to figure out how to make running work with our lives, not the other way around. While I am working on increasing my weekly mileage, I just know my own body and I'm never going to be someone that's running 60 to 70 miles per week religiously. Like I can see myself maybe getting up to that type of mileage certain specific weeks in my marathon training cycle, but I know that for my body, when I start to get too high on the mileage, I start to just feel very run down. Like, I really can't handle it. That's when I'll start to supplement. Like, if I do want more endurance or more interval interval training, I'll do it on the bike because it's a lot lower impact for me. I'm definitely someone who's prone to those soft tissue injuries like tendonitis, and I also do get very tight muscles a lot. Like, I'm just a very tight wound up person to say the least and that's okay I've come to terms with that I've come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to be an elite runner and I'm not going to be running 80 to 100 miles a week but I am going to be training towards my goals and 
formulating my weekly mileage and weekly training split in a way that works for what my goals are. I know I keep stressing that point, but I really cannot stress it enough. I think there's a lot of comparison, especially when people, you know, myself included, will go onto other people's Stravas and start to look at what their weekly mileage looks like and what their weekly workouts look like and compare yourself to them. Which, listen, that can be healthy in a small way. Like, to a certain extent, that can be healthy because, for example, after I finished the uh, New York City United Airlines half a week ago, I was, you know, I was happy with my time, but I was slightly underimpressed. And I was like, you know, a lot of people in my run club that I run with ran a lot faster than me. Why was that? And so I went and I looked at their Stravas and I dissected them and I looked at what is their weekly mileage and what is their weekly training plans. And I did see a lot of similarities across the people who ran faster. They ran faster because they were putting in more work. They were putting in more mileage. They were putting in more speed work and they deserved the outcomes that they got. So in that instance, it kind of served as a little kick in the ass for me because I think sometimes there can be a little incongruity between what we say we want and what we actually do. So I can sit here all day and tell you, I want to qualify for the Boston Marathon with my New York City Marathon time this year. And I can believe that I can do it in my mind. But if I don't actually go out there every single week and put in the work week over week, I'm not going to get there. So you do have to make sure that your training is lining up with what you actually want out of your race. Because the last thing you want to be is disappointed in the way that you ran. You want to feel like you left it out there, you did everything you can, and that was your best on that day. And listen, your best race pace is going to change every day, day to day. There's such a variety of factors that you can't even control. Like, honestly, the weather, or sometimes even like your stomach might be super messed up, but yet you didn't eat anything different. And it's just it's messed up or the weather, it might be super windy or super cold or the start time might be super early or maybe you couldn't fall asleep the night before even though you were in bed so early. Like there are these things that are kind of out of your control, but you still show up and you do your best for that day. Like that's the only thing that you really can do. My favorite running instructor on Peloton, Bex Gentry, always says this in her classes and she says, running is like a box of chocolates. You just never know which one you're going to get. And that cannot be more true. Like, every run is so different. And the second you think you've nailed it, the second you think you've got it down, somehow another factor gets thrown into the equation. You're like, ooh, I've never felt this before. Ooh, my mind has never played these tricks on me before. And you're like, how have I been doing this for, like, seven or eight years, five times a week, and still I'm coming up with new shit? Like, it's it's truly remarkable. Episode, I want you to take away that there is no correct way to structure your your weekly runs. There is no correct amount of mileage to run during the week. There is no correct time to run during the day. It truly is whatever works for your schedule and whatever works for your goals. And you have to get very clear with yourself on that. You, You really, really do. Because if your goal really is to run a specific pace that you're trying to push yourself for in a race... You need to take a long, hard look about your schedule and actually prioritizing running as the number one, two, or three thing, you know, whatever order you can do it in and just know that you're going to get out what you put in. You might be someone who never likes to race. I know people like that as well. They just run for fun. They just kind of do what they want every day. They just check in with themselves the night before in the morning and they just kind of decide, yep, this is what we're doing today. And 
that's a great way to be and a great way to live. And there are seasons of running where I am like that too. That's the second thing I want you to take away. Like running can happen in seasons and you don't need a running routine that's going to serve you for the rest of your life because inevitably your life is just going to keep changing and everything's in flux and your running routine is going to have to be in flux with that. Running is supposed to be something that enhances your life, not makes you stressed out and takes away from it. So if you are getting super stressed out because you constantly feel like you're not able to hit your goals with running or hit your running routine, it's probably time to reevaluate, like pull back and see, okay, what's actually going to be sustainable for me right now in my life? This also relates to the duration and intensity of your runs during the week. If you are having a week where you're traveling for work or you're having a super stressful week at work and you haven't been sleeping or there's just other life factors coming into play, just know that stress on your body is stress on your body. So the only stress that you're getting on your body is not just coming from running. like It's coming from all the other things in your life too. So you can't do super hard intense runs where you're also the most stressed out you've ever been at work and like shit's hitting the fan in all other areas of your life like that's just gonna go awry that's just not a good idea in my opinion so I think even when we kind of set out with these training plans and these training routines we do have to give some leeway for life to happen we cannot perfectly plan we're not robots I would love to just sit there and check off every single run in the training plan and say I executed it to a T. I would love that. I am so type A. I'm such a list person. I'm such a check off person, but that's just not how life happens. The more you can learn really to go with the flow while still adhering to as much of a schedule as possible, but just go with the flow and not beat yourself up if something doesn't work. Like if you gave it your best effort and it just doesn't work out that day, then that's it. Let it go. Let it go and move on to the next day. That mindset has helped me so, so, so much. I hope at the end of it all, your running routine and the way you run each day is something that makes you happy. Yes, some runs are going to be super challenging, but I think that's part of what makes us happy, having those challenging runs, having those days where we feel like shit, but we still get through it. Some twisted part of me and you, I'm sure, makes you really happy when you run like that. Because it's not only physical, but it's mental. It comes back to building that confidence in yourself that you can do hard things, right? Like you can get through it. If you got through that run, you can get through the rest of your day. I hope if anything, this gives you permission to tweak or add or change something about your running routine to make it work more for your life. But if you like this episode, please drop me a DM on Instagram. I've had so many people DMing me and it makes me so happy. And if you can, please leave me a five-star review. Five-star for sure. But I I have to say, it is crazy. I looked this morning and 12 people had given me a five-star review. And I was just like, oh my God, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for hanging out. And I will see you guys in the next one.